servant. Sermon, not servant. Uh, sermon, do the service. Okay, all right. Hey, you know, guys, I'm uh, glad to be back here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory be to our God. The Lord God Almighty. Hey, hey, hey. We are here tonight. Saturday night service here. A sermon here at Soul Harvest Ministries for our internet evangelistic ministry. Oh, yes. I'm so blessed to have this. I'm grateful to have this uh, ministry. Uh, it belongs to the Lord, but uh, I manage it through His guidance and His authority. So that's what we try to do. And uh, tonight we're going to be preaching about a very important message. And I'm going to be honest here, and I'm just going to put on, you know, just give you some warnings. I'm probably going to be ruffling some feathers tonight. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, I know I experienced a situation about, oh, let's see, about, uh, oh, three, uh, uh, two or three, well, uh, three weeks ago. And um, I am going to tell you that it wasn't a very good one. And uh, I won't get too, you know, into it because I'm trying to not discuss past events. But I feel that, you know, I feel led by the Lord to bring this message up and to preach it because there's a lot of people that need to hear this. I know sometimes I need to hear it. And, uh, you know, you know what it's it, what it's like to eavesdrop or somebody to eavesdrop into uh, something that you uh, don't want them to know. You know, I've had to learn that to keep a lot of my business private and not go and tell everybody. Because, you know, some people just don't want to mind their business. So I learned that to keep things private. And I'll talk about that in this message, but, uh, but and I'll tell you the title track of it in just a few minutes. But before we uh, get too far into it, let's go to the, uh, let's have an opening word of prayer with the Lord. So let's do that right now. Let's pray. Uh, precious Lord God, we thank you so much for another opportunity together in your name. And Lord, we just thank you so much for the ability to be able to carry out the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to this lost and dying world that we're living in right now, that we've been living in for a long time, Lord. And we just pray, Lord, that many souls get one through our ministry here, the Internet Evangelistic Ministry of Soul Harvest Ministries, Lord. And we honestly and honestly pray that, you know, that we can, that you'd give us the courage and the wisdom strength to carry out this gospel that we need to be carrying out very seriously right now. And we need to get in there more than ever, Lord, to do your will and serve you. And Lord, we pray also that you give us the courage and wisdom strength to be a reflection of who you are, Lord Jesus, to the world through our character, our conduct, the way we look, Lord, and help us to realize that you are looking on the inner, but that we are to look on the outer and to know that the inner and the outer do matter. And it should matter to us because what's inside comes out of us. Garbage in, garbage out, they say. When you have something, you know, you think bad thoughts are going to come out. And from the heart, the mouth speaks. So, Lord, we just pray that you just give us the courage and the wisdom strength to keep ourselves under control, Lord, and not just under our control, but more 
more under your control than ours. Because sometimes we try to take everything, control of everything on our own, through our own strength instead of yours. And we need to be meek. And I pray, Lord, that you'd give us all the courage and wisdom strength to be meek and, you know, exercise good restraint over what we do and say. And, Lord, tonight as we go and talk about the importance of minding our own business and all, Lord, and tending to our own fears and just staying out of uh, other people's business when it's not necessary for us to get involved in certain things unless you call us to do so, even if it's something with one of our family members or something, unless necessary, we need to stay out of it, especially when we've been requested and asked by other people to back off. And, Lord, we just pray that you would open our minds and, uh, you know, hearts and, you know, ears and eyes to what you would have us to learn and what you would have us to listen to tonight and what you would say, what you are going to say to us through the sermon, Lord. And I just pray that you please give me the right words and stuff to say in this sermon, Lord, and lay it on my heart what you would have me to tell everybody. And, uh, Lord, we just pray that also before I go that you bless each listener, Lord, and provide them with what you see fit to provide them with. And those that are in very big, that are in need of something, Lord, pray that you would grant their needs according to your will and your will only. And thank you, Lord, once again for the opportunity to serve you and to minister to this lost and dying world by carrying out the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. We're going to talk out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. There's a very big message that the Apostle Paul has written, and he's talked about in various other uh, parts of the Bible about minding our own affairs, minding our own business. And, you know, Proverbs also talks like a, about keeping our tongues under control and stuff. And James even said, bridle our tongues. But I'm not so much talking just about violent tongue. But necessarily what I'm talking about is how we need to not be eavesdropping in the stuff that, you know, we don't need to be eavesdropping in. And a lot of times, uh, you know, we don't realize. We get concerned about something. And sometimes what we get concerned about may not be what God wants us to be concerned about. And uh, I want to just talk about this, you know, with y'all. And... uh. First Thessalonians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul admonishes us to work quietly and live quiet lives, minding our own business, and not attending to other people's affairs, but our own, what pertains to us, okay? To keep our lives private, you know, because there are some things that are better left unsaid, and there are also some things that people don't need to know everything about. You don't need to know everything about about everybody. Unless God calls you to knowing something about somebody. Okay? You know, I know there's life and death issues that we all need to be concerned about with other people. And it's good to look out for other people. However, there are times when we are called to back away from those people and give them their space. Let them be who they are. Don't be trying to run their lives for them. Let the Lord do that. That is His work and His authority. And we are to do what the Lord calls us to do. And I, I really feel like a lot of churches need to be speaking this very important message. 
and uh, you know, people that go around gossiping and talking about other people making someone else's business their business. That's wrong. And as Christians, we're not supposed to do that. We're to live lives that are pleasing unto the Lord. And I don't understand why people have to get involved with stuff. Yeah, I know there are times when rebuke is necessary and there are times when, you know, there's things that are going on that may be suspicious or obvious that might affect somebody else. And yes, a lot of our actions, a lot of our words and deeds do affect other people. However, there is a line that needs to be drawn. And if any of you read uh, the book called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend, you will learn there are certain boundaries you need to set with your family, your uh, co-workers, people at work, uh, people in general in your life, uh, you know, marriage, everything. Everybody has to have some kind of boundaries so that people know where to back off and not to step into. Okay, because if you don't have boundaries, people are going to run you over. They're going to walk on you and do everything they can. And there are some things in life that we are not to put up with as Bible-believing Christians. Yes, we are to practice unconditional love. We are to, you know, do all those things. However, we're not to eavesdrop into things that God has told us to not eavesdrop. We are to mind our own affairs. And, you know, I know this may seem strange to a lot of people. And some of you probably know this, but I know I have a tendency to act as if I hibernate, okay? That's not what I'm intending to try to do, but I do mind my own affairs. I stay, you know, behind closed doors a lot here lately because of a certain event that happened. You know, like I said, just a little bit about the event. I don't really like to talk about the past. But, you know, I've been trying to put a lot of things behind me and not dwell on things. And I'm not really dwelling on this stuff because I look at it, you know, that whatever happens, happens. Okay? But I want to tell you just a little bit about it because I, you know, just a little bit. But I'm not going to name names of this person or these people or anything, you know, or when it happened and what everything. But I am going to tell you just enough so that, you know, I can give a little bit of an example of what I am talking about and what I'm, you know, hitting on tonight. Okay, you know, about, uh, actually four weeks ago almost, uh, I had, you know, I was involved with the guy, and, you know, and I'm not going to reveal age or anything, but as much as I loved him, you know, and everything, you know, uh, you know, I cared a lot about him. He acted like he was really lovey-dovey toward me, and I kind of took on to it. And uh, got latched on to it, started falling in love with him. But right now, it seems like I'm just starting, almost starting to fall out of love. I'm not sure, you know, uh, you know, if that's really, you know, going to happen. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure what to think at this point about this person. But I won't uh, name their name. But uh, you know, I've heard all kinds of stuff about him. And I've been sticking up for him and trying to, but then when the person that came and told me what he was doing, and and I knew they had a relationship with this person, a dating relationship, but split up because they told him that it was best that they uh, didn't stay with him because he was going out with another woman. He was really having a relationship with another woman, and, you know, going to another town every weekend and, 
you know, and he'd come in and out here. And, you know, they were going to marry twice, but then all of a sudden I've heard about a week later or a little over a week that he did split it with the person that he was with. But when I was told all this, you know, I was told by him that she was just a friend and not a girlfriend. But then I don't know what to believe. I don't know the whole thing. And after what she, this lady told, after what one of my former friends, and I'm saying former because I'm not, you know, in association with her anymore because of some things that has happened since then. Okay, when she told me this, it upset me. And if I went into a tailspin, a nervous breakdown, I went into, I went into orbit, berserk. I blocked uh, this guy's number and, you know, and everything for a while. Then I blocked it and tried to make up to him. But I don't know uh, about now, you know, what's going on. All I know is that he had to quit dating for a while. And I think a lot is because he was you know, having to deal with this and all. And I've tried to call him back, and, you know, he hasn't returned returning my calls back. However, I decided to stop calling him, stop sending him text messages. So I did, but when I did, I said, you know, I'm just going to go on and put this man, you know, out of my mind for a while. And, you know, if he decides he wants a relationship with me, I'll let him make that move. Otherwise, I'm just going to go ahead and just fall out of love because, if I'm not going to hear back from him and I don't think he's going to call, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. But then I've heard things, well, if he, you know, he, that he comes over here and sees me. Yes, he has been over here at my house, at my apartment. And, you know, I had this, you know, going on. I started falling in love, but then I've fallen out of love. I have. I'm just about there to be out of love. I still have a little bit of love for him. I still think about him some. But not quite as much as I was. And I still love him unconditionally as far as God be loved. But as far as boyfriend and and all that, it's kind of hard at this moment. And I'm not saying he's what I was being told. But at first I started taking this lady's word for it that was a friend of mine. But, you know, you know, and she told me she was going out with him and said things about him being a player and you know, all that, and I said, okay, this is enough. You know, I appreciate you telling me, but, you know, I really felt like it. she shouldn't have came and told me. And the reason I felt like she shouldn't have said anything is I felt like she was trying to dis- discourage me. But then now I'm beginning to have second thoughts that maybe she was just telling me the truth. I don't really know, but from what I heard last, he split up with the lady that he was with, but... You know, we can't have people just telling us one thing or not telling us the whole truth. And I don't say he isn't, but then I really don't know. It's kind of a, you know, kind of a complicated and frustrating deal, but I'm not going to be frustrated over it. I'm not going to let it complicate me. What I'm going to do is just put it all aside and know that I started my new life and and transformation journey about, oh gosh, about a week ago. You know, a week and a half ago, and I'm just going to keep doing that and just becoming what God wants me to be because I don't want to live my same old self with all those repetitive sins I was having. And I've been a Christian for several years trying to live right, but then I knew something had to give. So I went on this uh, recommitment repentance fast so I could, you know, work on getting rid of that. And I'm going to be probably going another one eventually. I don't know when. Uh, we're thinking about doing one or more, but I'm not real sure, you know. Uh, 
But I will tell you, these fasts were wonderful because they got me to focus in on God and, you know, and what he would have me to be focused on. But I love this person in my own way, the way that God would love him. But I'm just saying, you know, he will have to make up his mind. And he will have to be eventually willing to make the move to return my calls or come by and talk to me. And, you know, here lately, because of all the hoopla and the rumors and the gossip and and, and all, and I mentioned before there are gossip groups in my apartment complex. However, there are gossip groups everywhere in all these apartment complexes. There's always some bad apple somewhere. And I decided to start being more discreet, minding my own business, being in the, the house more. Yes, I need to get out. Don't get me wrong. It would help, you know, me to get out and, you know, mix and mingle with people. But then I have to be very, very, very careful about where I'm going, who I'm with, and everything. Because some of these people around here are hard for me to trust. And, you know, it just, you know, really bothered me. So, you know, I just decided I'd just get out of it. And that's just an example. Because I felt like she was getting involved, and I felt like people were telling stuff that they shouldn't have been telling. And I don't like it when people talk about me behind my back. So I made some drastic measures to try to be more private. And if people do talk about me behind my back now, I've taken a new approach. Instead of getting all upset and depressed and down and crying, I decided, well, you know, I'm just going to say, okay, I'm not buying into this, but you did, you say those things to me, you know, and all, but I'm not buying into it, you know. I'm not going to buy into what you're saying. I understand you might have had a problem with so-and-so or whatever it is, but I'm not buying into it because I'm seeing different. And I know people really want to help, but I look at it when someone wants help, they'll ask for it. You don't push yourself on other people. You don't manipulate yourself on other people. You mind your business, live the lives, taking care of your own affairs and business. You know, and I just think it's just sinful for people to go around and start rumors and, and you know, have these rumor mills that they want to go and gossip groups that they want to talk about, you know, and all. And I, I, I think you may identify. Now, I'm going to try to draw the line on this. There are times when it's good to be concerned about people. But when you see something, hey, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's just one other guy I went and told, you know, this lady that was a friend of mine that I was going out. And then she came and told me all this bad stuff. And I'm like, I don't want, you know, in my mind, I was like, I don't want to hear it. But I didn't tell her that right then. I just sat there and listened to her. And she said, well, just don't let the word sugar plum fool you when he says that. Well, I said, okay, you know. She said, well, I'm sorry, Joanne. You know, and I, I just left. She, I, she just left. And, and I said, okay. You know, and, you know, I'm not naming names, but, you know, it happened. And I was so depressed ever since that. But then I decided, you know, after all this was over during my recommitment fast, that I said, okay, I'm not going to sit around and let all this mess depress me anymore. I am just going to stop all that, put all that behind me. And during the recommitment and repentance fast, that's one thing I had to put away. Is you know, just let things get to me, me down so easily and staying down. 
I had to just say, okay, let's be strong. And I'm teaching myself to be strong in the Lord and just keep going on and not let myself get down on dumps when I'm suffering. Because we all go through problems. We all have them. But that doesn't mean that it's a license. Just go feeling like poor, poor people. For me, I don't know what else to do. That's why there's counselors. That's why there's the Lord and, you know, other things to teach us things. And I'm starting to just let everything, you know, get better for me. And, uh, you know, I just feel it in my heart that uh, it's time for me to live the life that God is calling me to live and just be happy. And I'm happy. I really I am. You know, I'm whether or not this guy stays a part of me, I'm happy. I'm not really worried about that. And if he does want to come around and see me, you know, we can talk. If he wants to go out with me, we can talk. I'm not going to pressure him anymore about it, and I've never really wanted to. But, you know, I just go on. And I think as Christians, we ought to draw the line about what we say to people and, you know, what we should get involved in and should it. And if it's none of our business, it's none of our business. You know, and I felt like it was none of this lady's business or anybody else's business that um, me and this guy were going out. Yeah, they said, but hey, if we want to make it their business, we will. And that's just the way I felt with this man. And, you know, but I'm not going to worry about it. You know, we're just going to go on and put it all in the history books. And the guy, I mean, could be in the history books eventually, too. Not that I don't love him. And I will talk a little, just a little bit on this toxic uh, relationship deal that there are some people who can be very toxic and, you know, try to fix you up and all, and you don't need that. You really don't. Nobody does. Now, this doesn't mean hate the person and just totally forsake them, but just not have contact with them in person or over the phone until... They can start behaving differently and start respecting your boundaries and all those things and not acting so toxic. Because there are people like that that bring us down. And people can bring each other down. That's not supposed to be happening, but it unfortunately does. And we have to really look at it this way. Are there good people to hang around? And Well, there's nobody good or bad, but there are some people that are very difficult for us to be around. We have to just kind of, you know, back and off and just back away and say, okay. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to have to put my foot down for a little bit on the uh, ground because I feel like I'm just falling asleep and I'm just tired and everything and all, you know, I just feel so tired today. And uh, and all, but you know, I'm just putting this behind me. I'm not gonna go go sit and dredge it up and bring it up with these people. I mean, I'm I'm I mean, the past is no more, and I'm just going forward. And if that guy, like I said, if that guy wants to be a part of my life, great. If he don't, I'm not worried about it. I'm going on, and I'm doing my own thing with or without him. I'm happy, and you know, I'm happy just you know having the peace and have having the Lord in my life. Yes, it's good that I get out with people. I don't need to be a hermit all the time. But right now, I just need some time just to kind of uh, 
you know, recuperate from all of it and, you know, and just enjoy myself. And also, I just need to be in private, keep my life private. So that's why, I mean, I'm not just trying to be a hermit, but I just feel like, you know, some people around here, you have to be so careful about hanging with and and being around because there's a lot of them right now. They just go and talk about people and stuff. And, I, you know, you know, it's something you have to learn to blow off and, and I'm working on it, and I'm doing pretty good. But I would say, you know, I'm not going to give in to it, you know, I, anymore. I'm not going to let it get me upset and get a rise out of me no more. And I felt bad about the times I got so easily upset. And I just turned it all around and decided, you know, I'm just going to walk away from what I need to walk away from. But some people, you know, they don't, you know, they say, don't walk away. Well, oh, yes, walk away. You know, we need to sometimes. And, uh, you know, just starting this new life, this new transformation journey and just forgetting about everything that's behind me. And, you know, like first, not first, but uh, Philippians 4, not 4. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14 tells us to forget the things that are behind us, press on toward the mark of the prize. Uh, the higher calling in Christ Jesus. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm working on and just putting it all behind me. And really, that's what we should do. You know, we should respect each other's boundaries. Now, like I said, it doesn't mean don't look out, but, you know, sometimes our looking out can become uh, a hindrance towards somebody. You know, and we just kind of uh, got to look at it that way. You know, because, you know, people want to try to tell people what to do and get involved where they don't need to, you know, get involved. And it gets to me when people eavesdrop. And, you know, when we eavesdrop, it causes us problems and then they get to where, you know, uh, they just uh, get trying to think uh eavesdrop you know we don't want people to eavesdrop we don't need to be eavesdrop but when we do eavesdrop it causes problems you know loss of friends uh people getting upset because you got involved in something they shouldn't be getting involved with and i'm not seeing any of this to be ungrateful but i feel like it's time that i start being careful what i tell people you know with my life and all and everything you know and i love everybody to be honest. But there were some people that I just have a harder time with it than others, but it doesn't mean I don't love them. I do, but I don't love the way they act. And I've had to uh, just, some people I've had to curtail relationships with, and some people I haven't. But, you know, because they were eavesdropping and trying to fix me, I've had to get away from all that. And I know you know, somebody, you know, one time tried to do that, and they said they didn't want any more to do with me. Yes, it hurt, but what they said when they said they didn't want anything to do with me. But then now I changed all that and decided, okay, I can't let it hurt me. You know, they don't want anything to do with me. That's their fault. So uh, we just moved on with that. And I think, you know, people trying to boss people around, trying to, 
you know, tell them they're going to be this, make their own decision, make, not their own, make decisions for them, that is, you know, wrong. We should mind our own business. I know there may be suspicious moments where somebody in their wrong frame of mind tries to do something that's not right, but at the same time, we're not to run anybody else's lives but our own. And we're only to let God do that, though. And that's the thing. People don't understand. And, you know, I get sick and tired of people, these gossip dens and these gossip groups and people just wanting to get involved in other people's affairs and not even tending to their own and living the lives that God expects us to live. And, you know, I don't associate with a lot of the people here much anymore. And, you know, even though, you know, I love them, I'll talk to them and everything, but there's times that I won't. And if they're concerned about it, I don't mind sitting down and being honest and, you know, just talk to them and, you know, explain to them why I don't come out much, why I'm getting aware, you know, I'm by myself. You know, so much. I know it's not good for depression, but, you know, we just have to think about it. But I've got a lot of things around here to occupy me that don't bring about that depression. So that's the way I look at it, you know, and all. So, you know, that's the way I feel about it. And, you know, we should all respect each other's boundaries and business and not get involved. And I felt like kind of that... You know, people were getting involved in my business about this person I was going out with while ago that I just talked about. I just pray for them that they would have their mind made, that God would, you know, be in this. And if it's not meant for me to go out with that person, good Lord, reveal it to me. You know, and that's the way it is. If we'd mind our own business, this world would be much a much better place, you know, you know. And everything. You know, if people would just do what they're supposed to and, you know, go to work and all. And going to work can keep you occupied too. Just doing things that occupy you and keep your mind off other people's affairs. And so forth. And, you know, and all. But if we do that, we'd all be good, you know. It's okay to be concerned about some things. But let people have their... You know, let people be them. Don't be trying to tend to other people, manipulate, fix other people up. That's not your calling to do. Your calling is just to be concerned. Not try to make them be something they're not. You know, you know, and so forth. You know, because I get tired of it. I know you probably get tired of it when people do that. And of course, everywhere you go, there's some bad apple out there. And all, you know, that's just how it is. You know, um, you know, here at Soul Harvest Ministries, we pretty much do believe in mind our own, minding our own business. We don't, you know, go around and try to criticize and judge harshly about people and stuff. You know, we learn not to do that. And, you know, that's part of, you know, our transformation process is not to be so harsh with people, but just say, hey, you know, I don't have any interest in listening to this. You know, and, you know, as much as I love a lot of people, I've had to tell them, I don't want to talk about that with you. That's private. I'd rather not say it. You know, you know. And I was pretty much heartbroken about what was going on with them.
that person. But I'm just putting it, you know, in the hands of the Lord, you know, going on. And everything, you know, and so forth, you know. And I'm just saying, that's an example. And, you know, in a sense. And another example could be just, you know, you trying to uh, get involved in something. Like uh, telling somebody how to spend their money. That might be between, that's between them and the people they live with and all. Yeah, it does affect them, you know. And, you know, that's up to them. You know, otherwise, you just got to get give people leeway when it's necessary to do so. Well, let's go into a word of prayer. And I just thank y'all so much for this, uh, you know, opportunity to be able to come and listen uh, to me preach and teach the gospel and carry it out to this lost and dying world that's going really bad right now. You know, it's so bad in uh, everything. So let's go uh, to the Lord in a word of closing prayer. We're going to close a little bit because we just preached enough about, you know, what we need to preach about. And uh, I'll preach some more tomorrow and on our study in Proverbs. So we'll get into that. Let's uh, pray. Precious Lord God, we thank you, you know, for this message about uh, not eavesdropping and tending to our own affairs, living the lives that are pleasing to you and, you know, being doing what we should be doing. And Lord, we just pray that you forgive us for the times that we've gotten involved in stuff we shouldn't have gotten involved in and and uh eavesdropped and stuff when we shouldn't and everything. And Lord, we just pray that you just lift us all up in our hearts. And, you know, we honor you, Lord, and we love you, Lord, and we thank you for everything you've done for us, you know, and given to us and all the things you blessed us with. And, uh, and uh, we just pray, Lord, that you just put your shield protection on everybody and be with them after we uh, get through with this service and uh, everything. I just pray, Lord, that you just give us the courage and whistle strength to grow this ministry so we can have more listeners to listen to this podcast. And so forth. I'm starting to feel sleepy. Hey, you know, but, uh, you know, Lord, we just thank you so much for your love and everything. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And, uh, you know, I sort of fall asleep. Pardon me there for a minute. A little pause. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, I am falling asleep. I'm trying to stay up and alert. But, uh, you know, and everything. And, uh, you know, it's just really important. And, I'll, and I also want to tell y'all, uh, we're going to, oh, I'm going to give y'all uh, my email address so that you can send in your prayer request. We really need to get on the ball, get some prayer requesting if you got any uh, for our uh, uh, prayer meeting so we can pray for y'all and everything and so forth and uh, everything. And uh, let's, uh, you know, 
And I hear stuff, and also you can send me feedback about the ministry and what you're thinking and about it and you, what you like about it, don't like about it, what you think we can do, how you think we can, and what you think we can do to improve it, make it better, and everything, and uh, just uh, so on, and uh, everything, and uh, you know. Uh, so forth, and you know, if you have praise reports, give them. If you want to know how to uh, invite Jesus into your life, is personal Savior and Lord, which means ruler and authority, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, want to talk about the Bible, anything that you need to know. You got any problems you want to talk to me about? You can, and I'll give you my email address. And like I've said before, I will not give my number out to you unless you send me an email asking me in private. Otherwise, this my phone number and all that personal information where I live and all will not be mentioned over the airwaves. And that's to protect me and you both. Okay? So let's not, you know, have any issues with that. All right? Please. All right. Uh, and here is my email address. This big woman. 600 at um, iCloud.com. And it's all small letters, no big letters, just all lowercase, no uppercase. Okay, and it's spelt, the email address is spelt B-I-G-W-O-M-A-N. 600 at I-C-L-O-U-D C-O-M. That is bigwoman600 at iCloud.com. And send those prayer requests in, praise reports and all, especially the prayer requests so we can pray because that's what we're trying to do every day. You know, I know that a lot of you, you know, may have not, you know, been able to, you know, get any in. But we are here and we we hold up to very strict standards about being discreet and not mentioning private information. But we just want to pray for you. We won't mention names and locations and numbers or anything that you ask us to not mention. Just send your emails. We are looking for those. We are on the uh, watch and on the scene for our emails. So please send them. We are really begging so we can keep our prayer meetings going and, and uh, the ministry going and all. So just please make sure you do if you got any prayer requests. If you need prayer for you, your loved ones, or whoever. Or whatever the situation is, if it's something you want, something you need, send that in too. You know, because we want to pray for you, no matter what you matter to us, okay, here at Soul Harvest Ministries. And that's the thing that, you know, because at the end we always say Jesus loves you and I do too. But we're fixed to say that in just a minute. But, you know, you know, <laughs> that's really true. We do love you. And Jesus does. Jesus loves you, and we do too. And that's the way we are at Soul Harvest. We believe in love, in agape love, no matter what. We love you, warts and all, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're to help you get rid of the warts so you can live the life that God is wanting you to live, so you can please Him and be happy. And when you please God, you're going to be happier. I had to come to that realization, and I'll talk a little bit about that later on. But I also will let you in on the scoop for tomorrow's sermons. For the next, you know, few days, maybe weeks or so, but uh, we're going to start uh, studying uh, the book of Proverbs, and that's probably going to be probably a whole month. 
So I think we're going to do one chapter a day of uh, Proverbs. So that's going to start tomorrow. Okay, guys? So it's going to start tomorrow, 5 o'clock, on the study of Proverbs. And I'm going to preach out of that book. So we are really going to get in there talking about wisdom, okay, and common sense and all that. So that's one of the books there. And I'll tell you, it will help you with your character to read the book Proverbs. So you can read along with me, you know, and in your extra time of studying and all. When you study God's Word, you may want to start reading because I'm going to be preaching about that, and I'm going to get gung-ho about it. Okay, so let's all get gung-ho together on that subject of Proverbs, on a study of it, and get really studying on it tomorrow, get cracking. So uh, just remember this one thing before we go, and everything, and I'll see, see you, and, you know, and I'll just, you know, you know, I'll see you tomorrow back at 1 o'clock for our, you know, uh, prayer meeting at the Soul Harvest Ministries Internet Prayer Room, guys, on this podcast here on Anchor.fm. And I'll see you also again tomorrow evening at 5 o'clock. So we got a clock set here on this phone. So it will go off. And we keep, you know, uh, track of that and all and uh, everything. And we just love y'all. But let's see. Let's uh, say the thing that we all say and mean it in sincerity and honesty. And be honest about it. Okay, let's say it like we mean it. Jesus loves you and I do too. And I will see y'all tomorrow. Uh, God bless you all for now. See you later. Thanks.